That's a growler. If you want to get married, you got a date. You got a date. Welcome once again to the LDS Dating Podcast, where we answer your questions about dating every week. Our question this week is, I'm dating someone less active slash inactive. In serious marriage discussions, they say I could take future children to church, teach them the gospel, etc., etc., but they would not be involved. I really like them, but not sure how big of an issue the religious uninvolvement may be. Please advise. So it's not a question exactly, but they are asking for advice. <laughs> so we will give it. Um, so they're dating someone less active or inactive, but they're saying they're going to be uninvolved religiously. So that tells me they're very inactive. Very much <laughs> inactive. <laughs> like they have decided not to go to church ever again. So I think... There's already kind of a sense here that you're trying to downplay this <laughs> this situation and try to tell yourself that it's not a big deal because you're thinking they're less active, inactive, when it sounds like they've very made it very clear that they are not going to be religiously involved at all. And I think people try to imagine this working out well <laughs> it does not um if religion is part of your life then every sunday is gonna be hard and in the latter-day saint world you know every tuesday or wednesday that you have cub scouts and activity days and young men's and young women's and camp outs and all those things that are part of church programs are gonna be frustrated by the fact that your spouse, like, it sounds like they're saying they would be supportive, kind of, but they're also saying they're going to be uninvolved. So, it is going to be 100% up to you to make sure everything happens. And to be encouraging your children in church programs and... I don't know if they're going to, like, help you get kids dressed for church and stuff, but I know that's really difficult in our home sometimes it's just getting up at 6 a.m to get everyone fed and washed and dressed before church and it's frustrating when you have both people working towards it and devoted to it so it's gonna be i don't know 10 times 100 times harder if you don't have your spouse wanting to be involved in it and their their heart isn't in religion that's just going to make it hard teaching your children values and it's going to be a big, big issue. If religion is important to you, then you need it to be important to your spouse as well. Uh, you definitely need to look at what they're saying and, like Carrie said, decide how important religion is to you. Because if it is important, this is going to be a huge issue, like Carrie said. If it's not that big a deal and you just like going to church every once in a while, then maybe it won't be a big issue. I wouldn't say that I advise continuing the relationship because I think you should definitely be on the same page. And it sounds like you are not. The only other factor we're not really sure of because he didn't really get into much detail is like how, I guess, well, he said 
you're having serious marriage discussions, but we don't know how serious the relationship is. Like if you've been dating for years and years and years, or if you've just been dating for a few months and y'all are, you know, you really like each other and you're talking about marriage, that can happen too. So that's another thing to consider in the situation. Like, have you seen this person be active and then go inactive? And is do you know the reasons why? And is it something that they might overcome? That's something to consider. But again, I would say definitely you need to be on the same page as you're starting this out. And it sounds like you're not. So in my humble opinion, uh, if that is the situation that we're reading correctly, I would say you need to break off this relationship and look for something else uh, or someone else that has the same values and values the the church and the gospel and gospel living the same amount as you do. And this is something that comes up even if both people are active in the church is that there are different levels of being active and there's different levels of living your religion. So I, I think we might've talked about this in an earlier episode, but you know, that can be something that causes some friction in the marriage. If both of you are members of the church and you get married in the temple, even, and that's all hunky dory, but then one of you uh, likes watching rated R movies every once in a while. And the other one's like, no, no, we can't do that at all. And you know, how strictly are we going to adhere to the rules? And one person is against drinking Coke, which to be clear, that has, you know, there's no rule against that. Just kind of how strictly each person is deciding to live the gospel That can be an issue if you're not sure where the other person sits until stuff starts coming up and you're already married. So be sure that you're on the same page is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think you have a good point. If you're having serious marriage discussions and this is something that you guys are discussing about future children and raising them and going to church and teaching them the gospel, I think if you're talking about that subject, then it is a big enough issue for for you or the other person or for both of you that you need to marry someone that's more on the same page as you. Um, unless you're just discussing it for kicks and, <laughs> and you're like, Oh, I'm not only planning on take our taking kids to church for Christmas and Easter. Then it's probably not as much of a big deal. But um, I kind of imagine this, if you're saying that if they're saying they're going to be uninvolved religiously and they're uh, less active or inactive, then I feel like usually those people have a reason that they're deciding not to go back. And usually that's going to be, you know, a, a big perspective change. So they're going to have a really different perspective of life and God and things, I think, than someone who is religious. So there are just so many hundreds of ways that that's going to play into your marriage. They're just thinking differently about the world and about religion and everything. I mean, religion uh, touches every subject. So it could be a clash when it comes to money because of tithing. It can be a clash when it comes to how many kids to have because of, you know, different perspectives of eternal families and things like that be a clash in career because you know they think you should work and you think that it's your job to stay home as a mother or all those different kind of gray area controversies that stem from religious beliefs are going to touch every part of your life so it is a 
I would say, a big deal. And you should look for someone who's more in line with your religious views and commitments. The good news is that you're having this conversation. (laughs) True. So kudos on taking the time and being serious enough about the relationship to talk about these issues because this is definitely something that you want to find out before you actually get married. And some people don't do that and don't think about it. And this is definitely one of the topics that you should cover and be on the same page on. So good job for bringing it up and having a conversation about it so that you can decide, okay, is this a deal breaker? Because that's why you talk about these important issues. You figure out where each person is and then decide, okay, are we willing to change to meet each other or are we on the same page or is this a deal breaker? Is this something that cannot, you know, be overcome in our relationship and uh, we just need to look for other people. So that's uh, a good thing that you're talking about it. The, uh, the next thing I have is that this is not to say that if you did marry this person, that it could never work out and that they would never come back to church. I mean, that's definitely something that happens. Uh, people get married to non-members or inactive members or, you know, what have it. And you think, hey, they're never going to come to church or that person's never going to, you know, be interested in hearing about the gospel. And they change. People change. So you never know what's going to happen. It could all work out in the end. That being said, I've seen a lot of relationships where it doesn't and where one person was very dedicated to the gospel and said, okay, well, this isn't going to affect me that much. It'll all work out. And it doesn't all work out because like Carrie said, there are a lot of things that can become issues um, with the time commitment for church, living the gospel, paying tithing, all these things um, are little stumbling blocks if you're not on the same page. So instead of building up your faith together, you are causing arguments because there is a disconnect between why you're doing what you're doing. So yes, it could work out. I think a lot more frequently it does not work out or does not work out well, or you might end up in a marriage that you wish you weren't in. And that's very sad. Sounds like, well, I don't know if you need to have another conversation because it sounds like they are pretty set. But I think maybe if you went to them and said, hey, look, I am very serious about this. This is what I want my life to be like. Before you said you didn't want to be involved. If that's the case, then this is the end of our relationship. Like, I I don't want to go forward anymore if we can't be on the same page in this. And if that changes their, you know, what they're thinking is and like, oh, wow, this is really important to them. Maybe I should reanalyze why I'm not going to church. Maybe that can have an effect or they'd be like, okay, fine, whatever. Um, I feel like I wouldn't trust that if they reanalyzed and were like, okay, I'll start being active again. I would in the back of my mind be like, okay, are they just doing this until our wedding day? And then they're going to back off again. Yeah. And that's where you have to really know the person and know like, okay, is it somebody that, you know, is this a change that they're making just so that we will get married or is it actually a change that they're doing on their own? So if that was the case, you definitely need to have enough time between when they decide, okay, I'm going to go back to church. And when you actually get married, that you can see that this is something that they're willing to do on their own. And you might even say, hey, look, we're going to break up because you don't want to be involved in the church. Um, But if you do start going back to church, we can consider dating again and then give that enough time where they actually have to show that they are back in church for the right reasons. And uh, then it might work out. I don't know. It's hard to tell. 
I wish we knew, like, uh, what stage of relationship they're in. Because I feel like it even makes kind of, well, it doesn't make too much of a difference. But I, I picture this being a discussion you have before you get engaged. Because I feel like as soon as people get engaged, they kind of stop talking about these kinds of serious discussions. And they just go into party planning mode. They're planning the reception and the clothes and where they're going to live and work and logistics, stuff like that. And they stop talking about, you know, what's our life going to look like as a married couple. They stop dreaming of the future and being practical and just go into party planning mode after engagement. So for anyone who's wondering, like, when this kind of discussion should happen about... Uh, you know, like how your religious views line up and how involved you'll be with children and things like that. I think this is definitely a discussion for right before engagement. It's for the exclusive stage where, you know, you're seriously talking about marriage, but you're not engaged yet. You're trying to decide if you're going to get engaged. This is part of why I don't understand why anyone's ever surprised when they get asked to marry someone. Because I think you should always have these kinds of serious discussions. Like, hey, if we decide to get engaged and get married, what's our life going to be like together? So I, I definitely picture this discussion happening at that point in the exclusive stage. Not in casual dating and not in engaged stages. In case anyone's wondering when this should happen. All right. Well, I think that about wraps things up here. Um, so to reiterate, if this is the situation in which you have found yourself, um, definitely do some serious thinking about what your commitments are to your religious activity and what the other person has indicated that theirs are. Have some serious conversations with them, but you need to be on the same page. Um, you need to understand where each person wants to be in the future and what they are striving to do now to make sure that that happens. And that that lines up for you. And decide if you're willing to pay the price to to have whatever differences or similarities you have religiously. Yep. So, good luck with that. Hope everything goes well. <laughs> if you would like to get a hold of us, make sure to head over to our Facebook page. That's where you can find us. LDS Dating is the handle. Uh, you can find us at LDS Dating on Facebook. Send us a message. A comment will be good. Any questions or situations you need help understanding or deciding on. Uh, anything like that. You can head over to growlermedia.com. We have the LDS Dating podcast page there with all of our past episodes where you can listen to them, leave comments and questions on there as well, or send us an email at ldsdatingpodcast at gmail.com and we will answer your questions or concerns or anything else <laughs> that comes to mind. Catch you some dates. Wow, something is really different. I'm a growler.